Today's episode is brought to you by Warby Parker, an eye care brand that offers chic and modern eyewear at a revolutionary price. Simply put, your glasses shouldn't cost as much as the iPhone X. Warby Parker's prescription glasses start at $95. And they do sunglasses too. Buying glasses should be easy and risk-free, girl. Warby Parker's home try-on program lets you fall in love with your glasses in the comfort of your own home. You can choose up to five frames from hundreds of stylish options and have them shipped directly to you for free. That way, you can try all the frames and pick your favorite. And for every pair of glasses sold, Warby Parker distributes a pair of glasses to someone in need. Daniel wears Warby Parker and now he can actually see me. And I'm considering a divorce. Hey! So to get started, head over to warbyparkertrial.com slash kiki. Again, that's warbyparkertrial.com slash kiki. Warby Parker. Modern eyewear made simple. Thanks a lot. This is Grizzly Kiki. I'm Daniel. And I'm Robert. And welcome to the recap of RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars Season 4, Episode 5. And joining us all the way from Miami is Miss Toto. Hi! Hi! (laughs) (laughs) What's up? Y'all, it has been a moment. 2019 literally just started and I'm overwhelmed and stressed but like very excited. So it's like nice to be back and to catch up and to like you know, because the last time we had, we talked mainly about me, but now I'm excited to talk about Drag Race because that's like the new focal point of what everyone's talking about right now. Because All Star, we've been waiting so long for All Stars. Have we really? Um, well, yeah, because everyone kind of knew the cast. We all knew the cast, just like we all know who's going to be on season 11. Yeah. So now we finally get to see what they've been working on, <laughs> and it's exciting. Right? I'm very, I'm loving All Stars 4. It's same. It's like my <laughs> facts, literally like my favorite season of of drag race in general in quite a while because well i said i guess mainly comparable to all stars too let's yes, not get comparable crazy to comparable all stars to all stars too. mainly because the eliminations i have not disagreed with a single elimination so far because they are using I, what they brought up for the first time on this episode like the report card <laughs> which i love and i love that because it's like okay let, let like you know let's um let's throw the rigonometry out the window yes. and just you know, like base it on drag. And if anything, like what I'm left with from this season is Monique's lip sync from episode uh, four, which is my favorite thing right now. But yeah. I mean, yeah, she's turning it, period. Absolutely. <laughs> but we've before we talk about Drag Race, I, I want to know what it feels like to be famous because you have done two numbers and like i feel like the people who the numbers are referencing are then like reaching out and being like oh my god dream come true how does it Which, how does it feel <laughs> i was saying this to somebody the other day i'm like it, it it feels surreal because i don't i'm not one of those people who like needs online validation or like i don't do drag for anyone really but myself right but the fact that like i did the big mouth number and my rudolph literally direct messaged me and i was like oh my god like even though I don't need validation, that's the validation that like I didn't know I needed, <laughs> and I and I needed it. Um, that was really really cool. But it's just all the stuff that I've been doing recently has just been stuff that I love. Like I didn't realize that my interest of like pop culture and bringing these characters to life like was gonna go off like this, <laughs> and it is. So it's really fun to to have people enjoy what I enjoy. Yes. And I mean, congratulations on right? all of that, because you're doing an amazing job of that. And like, I just wish we were there to see it oh, in I person. Know. I mean, I'm going to try if, if I can bring a canoe to, to New York City next time I go. No, just wait for Bushwick next year. I'm thinking like 
my my ideas are always like how how do I take this concept and make it the dumbest biggest shit that I possibly can. So for Bushwick, I'm definitely gonna do that. I'm gonna figure it out. <laughs> I love it. I mean, we would be happy to build you a cardboard canoe if if that's what it takes. <laughs> oh my god! I literally I literally got one. Like I got a full ass <gasps> canoe from my friend's house, drove it on my car on the highway down to the gig, <laughs> dragged <gasps> it on stage. It was so stupid. <laughs> See, and that is the benefit so of living by water yes is you have 100 you know things i just remember seeing the facebook status does anyone have a canoe i can borrow and my first reaction was like a canoe and then i was like he's not like, <laughs> oh yes i fully did and then, yeah, I, I still can't believe you did that like uh amazing. yeah Absolutely amazing. Thanks. <laughs> um, we start out the episode with the girls, I guess, m- against Manila. Like, what was this uh, moment? I don't know. I mean, I I love Manila. I love, love, love her. But I feel like there's a disconnect between No Shade, the younger girls, and Manila. Like, Latrice was her sister. Like, same age range. Like, they came up together. They did Drag Race before. Like, And now it's, like, this whole other generation. And I feel like that's where it actually showed yeah. Mm, mm-hmm. I mean, at the same time, though, Manila was being supremely annoying. I would, like, yeah. Because I'm like, okay, girl, I get it. Like, Latrice is your friend, but the way I kind of saw it was that uh, on the previous episode, she was just making such a big deal about this decision she had to make. And it's like, great, you have to make the decision, but your friend is the one who has to deal with like leaving, you know? Correct. So it's like, this isn't like, about you. Yeah. And so I I get that she didn't want to make that decision, but I, I've been asking myself since the episode aired, it's like, if Latrice had been in the same situation, right, and, and she could, like, pick Monet or Manila, and Monique still won and picked Monet, would she be mourning Manila's, like, departure as much? As I don't think so. Exactly, because <laughs> yeah. Latrice is there to do a job at the Correct. end of the day. Yeah. Um, but I love that moment at the beginning where the girls are just like, uh-huh, and like you're still here. So like, right. it just know. it felt like we were missing a puzzle piece because the like the moment when Manila got pissed and walked away didn't make any sense. So I just I'm curious as to what happened. She because... wanted validation. She wanted them to be like, No girl, like, you know, Stay, whatever. Sit down and like you know, and and Monet just being like, mm, mm-hmm was amazing. <laughs> And I really feel like I, I mean, I love, love, love Latrice, but her, by, by her saying like, well, I should be here. I'm Latrice. That's basically what she was saying. I'm like, no, baby, you got here again for the second time because you're Latrice. You don't get to stay because you're Latrice. You got on the show because you're Latrice. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Which that's not taking anything away from her because she's incredible, which is something that you get from all stars because everyone's incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you can't just, you know, rest on the, what did you call them? Your Latrice Laurels. Yeah. Her, her oh, Laurels. That's yeah. so funny. Yeah. You know, like you got to do more, but. Um, RuPaul enters the workroom looking like the pastor of Reading Rainbow. And um, <laughs> I just, to me, there's something, I, I, I get uncomfortable when I see a man in tinted, like, those are clearly like prescription glasses, I guess. But when they're tinted like that, it makes me a little uncomfortable. Those, those are not prescription. Okay. <laughs> they were probably Warby Parkers without a prescription. Oh my God. Um, so the maxi challenge this week is the roast of Lady Bunny. And immediately we launch into the same shit that happens every time they do a roast. 
let's talk about the order and like how we can fuck it up for everyone. Do you, Toto, do you think it matters what order they go in? Not when it, no, I don't really think so. Some people do because they're like, oh, what if they say jokes before me? Or what if it's like not the same? I personally, just like from, I wouldn't want to go first. I would either want to go in the middle or dead last because like, I mean, although you have a lot of pressure at the end, you know that like this is the final impression that you you can be the most memorable for mm-hmm. people. Right. So you you definitely don't want to be first. So I don't know. I feel like it depends on how you are as like a comedian or as a entertainer. Like if you want to be first and that's like where you feel the most strongest, great. But if you're like me who feels like I need to see what everyone else is doing and feed off their energy and see how they're reacting to the jokes. So I would want to be last. Yeah. It also gives you a good opportunity, I think, not going first to like see what, you you know, you can take the judge's temperature because, you know, they may not be feeling so hot that day or whatever. Um, Yeah. I mean, I I think that that's important. I wouldn't want to go first. No way. Not at all. Yeah. Just like from a nerves perspective, I feel like that would be uncomfortable. But I feel like based on this challenge, there were like all three of the girls that I think did bad. They were somewhere in the middle. And it didn't matter that they were placed where they were placed. They were just bad. Oh, yeah. So. That that just that was deserved. It wasn't it didn't seem out of place at all. Yeah. I mean, it was definitely like the 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 entire um, performance was bookended by um, Jesus Christ, by Monet and Manila, I think, because everybody else kind of didn't matter. Well, except Monique. I was going to say, correct. How dare you? Yeah. Um, How dare. Do we want to go down the line? Well, before we oh. get to that, we have the first walkthrough we've seen all season. And RuPaul is just like kikiing with every girl. And then she gets to Manila and the, we get this priceless moment from Monique <laughs> where she's just like, fuck, I thought I got her. And she is entertaining the shit out of Ru. Did you enjoy this moment as much as yes. It it shows, not saying Rue doesn't have personality, but it shows that she's, like, real. Yeah. It, yeah, it sh- feel yeah. a little realer than most moments on the show. Yes. I like that. Um, do you do we think that Cecily was actually trying to help these girls? No, I feel like she... <laughs> uh, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. Cecily was on another planet. Right. I don't know. I feel like there were other people that could have been a better fit for that, for that, like specific challenge or for like to be the judge or whatever because it just didn't seem like she was into it no. <laughs> or like yeah it just seemed like she didn't care or Leslie she wasn't. Jones wasn't available that day wow well so. is that the real tea oh no i don't know i just know <laughs> that leslie jones enjoys the fuck out of the show and like you know people were like when are you gonna be a judge and she's like rupaul invite me um, right because she like binged it a few months ago. i think she binged it while this was re- like while this was filming oh well so, then then my argument why. holds no water yeah <laughs> <laughs> i just can't believe that she convinced valentina that those jokes were funny like uh, i mean never mind. I, i'm gonna leave valentina be i, <laughs> I mean wait i don't think she convinced her that they were funny i think cecily was like yeah i'm tired this isn't going <laughs> like i i like mm, what what valentina jesus christ wow i love valentina but th- this was cuckoo 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 well let's get to the, the challenge uh monet goes up first and i mean what a strong way to start out what did you think of her set i loved it like, I think she's really, really, really funny in general. So I don't think that was going to be hard for her. It's just the girls who I expected to have problems ended up having problems. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. none of this, and, which was very strange because I 
figured that, I mean, well, we're not talking about Trinity yet, but I figured after last week where she kind of really messed up and was saying improv is about thinking on your feet. Like, shouldn't you have tried to do a little better, even because this isn't improv? These are like written out jokes. <sighs> right. One would think. I know. Right? I know. But the comedy girls did what they needed to do. Like, if you call yourself a comedy girl and you don't slay at this challenge, that's your fault. So <laughs> she did exactly that. <laughs> I just, I love that you know like monet was one of the two girls who you know are from new york have worked with bunny no bunny and i think that that kind of puts you at an advantage but also the like the fact that she just delivered them one after like it was it was a scripted thing she wasn't scrambling and she made let lady bunny like cat like we couldn't hear her but lady bunny was doing the silent like shoulder laugh you know the whole yeah. time monet was on um yeah i thought she was great absolutely amazing let's talk I about love. trinity then Ugh, let's get into it. <laughs> <laughs> it like i said i was like i was really expecting more because she did flop last week unless she didn't think she did but she <laughs> she fully had that moment of like forgetting the name that she made up i'm like this is something that you definitely had made up already and if you forgot it that's when you're supposed to think quickly and make up something else but it's okay it's fine <laughs> i mean but with Sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. I was just going to say, with written jokes, I expected her to be a little more prepared, if that makes sense. I mean, have you have you seen any of her comedy from those haters roasts? Well, <laughs> I have not. My The only piece of haters roast I've ever seen was Derek Barry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was golden. Yeah, incredible. Thank God they put her on Drag Race, because then we got to see that. Um, <laughs> I would say Trinity was just as much a star of that video. <laughs> well, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> But the the thing is that when Trinity goes on these haters roast things, she's not like she's not actually funny. But what makes her funny is that she's so bad at it. Is is kind of and she what, like leans into it. Yeah, really she hard. leans into yeah. it, and then she says, you know, like, well, those are the jokes I paid for, and they didn't land. So let me tell you some jokes I found on Google. You know, right? But but it's different when you're competing, I guess, because like. You know, like you're going to be paid whether you bomb or not on one of these like <clears throat> haters roast tours and people are going to like yas and all that shit. But it's like, you know, and then you get to do it again the next day. But here, if you do badly, you go home. So, right. I, I mean, I, I would have, you know, kicked it up a notch, but I, I, don't, I don't know what she was doing. Same. Um, I decided to clean up one of her jokes. Um, oh, so... OK. I love that. <laughs> I love this. So here's what I think that she was trying to get across. Um, <clears throat> now that generic Viagra is more prevalent, the FDA requires that all prescriptions include a headshot of Lady Bunny in the event of an erection lasting more than four hours. <laughs> You're welcome, Trinity. If she uh, listens, she needs to hear this. And <laughs> so when she does it on the haters roast, it's a lot better. She could totally use this joke on the haters, ro haters roast. Like, You're not going to charge her? Uh, no. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Um, Monique was my favorite of the evening. <laughs> I mean, she also, well, we're not there yet. Yes. She will. I, I feel like she's my favorite. Yes. Right now. Yes. Monique. In this moment. And that, in, in the, the challenge. Oh the, yeah. Yeah. 100%. Well, because I, the fact that she'd never done that character before too, kind of stunned me, but you know, then you reflect on it and you're like, oh, she comes from a church background. So I'm sure that like as a teenager, her and her friends were like making fun of the pastor. 
you know true and so like yeah. that's where like characters like this are born from um yeah and i just i contrary to what the judges said or what michelle said rather i liked that she was like going back and forth and everything was coming out really fast because at least what we were shown i didn't miss any of her jokes i got them all so i don't know maybe michelle needs a hearing aid maybe <laughs> yes <laughs> um naomi really struggled this week oh i know and i love her so much that's the problem it's like as much as i same thing with latrice like as much as i love these people like i hate to see them struggle because i know they're so good which is why they're on all stars but it's like damn girl like you really dropped the ball on this one yeah (laughs) Yeah. because i want her to do so well and i'm always that person that's like naomi's the underdog you need to give her more attention but this time she deserved where she was Mm -hmm. it was it was kind of like rough to watch because yeah she just like she didn't know she didn't know what she was doing at all but she was another one that like she went with she went over with the thing she went over some of her jokes with cecily and cecily was like oh yeah that n64 joke is really funny and it's like why what's funny about it like yeah there was nothing funny about that cecily strong i'm mad at you um let's talk about valentina can we not (laughs) she literally has been agitating me all season because i see she's trying to be like a meme queen or like be reaction gifts and like she's trying to be like the new thing you know there's a reaction gift for everything and it's usually something natural but she's trying to be purposeful about it and that annoys me Mm -hmm. like the dramatic the over dramatics it's very like latin soap opera but like i can't she making your blood boil (laughs) in your veins uh, I'm just like, can we? It's like cringy at some points. I'm like, let's not. Yeah, but, there are moments where it's like, oh, I know, you know. Um, as a viewer at home, I was like, oh, I totally have a joke for you. So I wrote it down, and I figured, <laughs> what is it? <laughs> I figured so right after she goes over and like kisses Lady Bunny in the casket while she's still standing there, she could say, "In my culture, it's customary at a time like this." to bury this in the backyard and set the ground on fire. And eight hours later, we dig the pig up and have a feast with our cousins. And then she walks over to the podium. <laughs> I support that one. I was just like, are you kidding me? Like the the whole, it's called a uh, cajachina, right? Mm-hmm. The, 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 oh, yeah, the yeah. lechon. Yeah. Like that joke is so obvious. If you're like thinking from a pig in a box, like, but. The thing is that with, on, on the roast, was it Michelle Visage that they were roasting? On her season? Yes. She was pretty funny. She was okay. I thought, you know, like she she got it. And I, I feel like she, you know, as as I'm here painting my eyes, um, I, you know, I can sympathize with her not being able to finish her eye makeup. But <laughs> but the thing was that um, I, I really thought that like the gag with her, like not finishing her makeup was like intentional. But I thought that she said I was so grief stricken that I couldn't finish my eye makeup. You could Ridiculous. say that. You sh- she should have said that. Don't say I ran out of time, so I didn't finish my eyes. You make up something like yeah, fake it till you make it, and then she tried to like you know like brush it off, like well you know like I I wouldn't have had a set, and it's like that's the set you had by like you know missing out on twenty minutes, like you know. Also, for the record, uh, Monique also didn't do her eyes, but we didn't notice because the character was so entertaining. See, Which Monique, is fine. I don't think yeah. Monique even had on makeup. Because if it see, works, it works. Yeah, exactly. You could see her natural eyebrows mm. um, through the glasses. She was a preacher, right? 
Um, and then I totally was not, I was totally blindsided by Manila coming out and just fucking like killing it at the end. Of course. Yeah. That was like that. Um, when she recoiled, oh my that God. was amazing. My- and it, again, it shows you like she's known bunny for, you know, 10 of bunnies, 150 years on this earth. So like, it's, um, like she's going to be able to like hit her where it hurts, you know? Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. Um, yeah, I thought she was fantastic and like the will and and just like everything was so perfect i think in terms of what she did yeah i agree like manila's doing very very well and i am excited for her to to keep doing well um because that's gonna bring her like she has a lot of fans anyway but there's like this whole new wave of drag race that some people just didn't even know manila's like skills and talent so now they get to see that yeah and, and as an old school drag fan, I'm just excited that she's back because I was such a fan of hers um, on season three and I really wanted her to win. So um, here's hoping for her. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to take yep. a break. Uh, but when we come back, we're going to talk about this runway. And if, oh, everyone, yes, please. if everyone did a good job or not, let's see what happens. It's going to be heavenly. <laughs> so stick around. We'll be right back. Oh, hi, it's me, Robert. And I have a question. Do you shop on Amazon? If so, you can be a supporter of our show. Just go to grizzlykiki.com and click the Amazon button in our menu. Anytime you shop on Amazon using our link, we'll get a small commission on everything you buy. And it's free. There's no cost to you as the money comes out of Amazon's pocket, not yours. So bookmark it, use it, and every time you buy from Amazon, you'll be helping us keep the kiki going. We're back. And I realized that I wrote part of this outline out of order because (laughs) the moment when they're painting and Naomi is like flat out just taking jabs at Manila, we can't let that go without talking about it. Oh, that's (laughs) amazing. Oh, so good. I just lived for like, oh, she left you that dress because you couldn't save her. Um, Oh, maybe, you know, like it's hard to pick who's going to go home because, you know, maybe one of them's your friend. Like just casual and then like back to her eyeliner just delicious <laughs> so good but i also like i i know naomi and she's so exactly like that where she's making those like subtle jabs but you're like damn bitch that kind of hurt <laughs> like, absolutely it's not like she's coming at you direct which i feel like a direct hit you're like oh whatever like you can scuff that off but then she says things that makes you think <laughs> yeah i thought it was brilliant and it but it also seemed like manila wasn't reacting which I thought was really Which, funny. Probably because she didn't want to cry. Yeah, right? Like, oh my God, this bitch is calling me a loser and, you know, all sorts of other things while not actually saying it, which I thought was great. I was kind of, okay, so I'm happy that Manila and Monet made up, but like, boo, there goes all the tension. Like, somewhat disappointing on that front. Also, this conversation was edited in the funkiest way because Manila had eyebrows, then she didn't, then she did, then she didn't. And it was like, all right. You could you could find a way to like make sure your mask doesn't slip as obviously in the future if we're really gonna like if the rest of us are gonna pay attention to the editing and all this stuff. I wish that they had put like a um like some sort of sappy music because they had those cuts of Monet just like oh right which you know she was probably like farting silently for all we know but like. (laughs) But I love when Monet makes those silly faces because that's just. It just makes me happy, you know, because Monet is like, yeah, so yeah, yeah. Um, Bob calls her a big dumb Saint Bernard. I know, which I think, <laughs> as 
as a uh, like as degrading as that probably is. <laughs> it's just all of her expressions are so red on her face and they're so good. Yeah. Yes. Well, speaking of Monet, she's the first one that comes out on the runway in this angelic white look. What did you, so, Toto, what did you think? Well, okay. Two things. Because I have a look that's similar because mine was based off of the Rihanna Met Gala look. Uh-huh. Right. Which I feel like is part of her inspiration. And I love, I'm, I believe Diego Montoya made this. Yep. Which yes. I love him. Um, but it's just a very like same silhouette of this leotard that I'm... Like, she could have done more. Like, if the bottom had a skirt attached or, like, something really crazy, but, like, it's literally a leotard. From the waist up, I'm sold. From the waist down, I'm bored. Yeah, I wish it had... I wish she had, like, kind of gone all out and done the bell-shaped dress, you know? Something. Like, and then torn it away. But I, I love the idea of, like, the bleeding heart. I love the the eye makeup was just, like... So beautiful. And Monet does like one of the best smoky eyes in the game. Oh my God. Yeah. So to like see her do it in red, like contrasting with her skin tone and then, you know, the white and that beautiful um, 613, you know, like Marcel hair. It was just beautiful. And then no, she, she like great. walked down her own like carpet that she made. That was very smart. But love that. Yeah. But I'm like, this, it's, I'm just tired of the leotard. I'm tired. Yeah. Yeah, it can be a bit much, I think. <laughs> yeah. Um, fair, but I, I, I just, I was so captivated by her eye makeup that I didn't even realize that we were looking at a... Um, Are you captivated by my... Room. Yeah, I have to look at the whole image. The eye is incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Trinity's up next. And, I mean, this is, this is like couture toga party to me. <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like the very toga party in the sense of like, I'm not feeling the silhouette, but every little, like if you take it as pieces, I'm more sold than looking at it as a put together, like ensemble, like the ostrich feathers with the other feathers on her head with like this weird drapey dress, <laughs> but she looks stunning. The makeup is right. The hair is right. The headpiece is right. Everything's yeah. right. I, I wish that the ostrich feathers had like gone away. Because I, I love that it was this like really like diaphanous looking material with those like I don't know it almost looked like chains or something of gold. I just kind of wanted yeah. to see more. Um, and her face looked amazing. Her face and yeah. her hair was laid. It wasn't like not a not a strand out of place. I mean, her looks this season have been incredible. Yeah. So like I and I know some of the people who've made her looks for her. So like. Just knowing the stuff that she's the the amount of time and effort and stuff that they've all put in to make her look right, she's she's done it. She contacted the right people to make her the right stuff. Absolutely. Yeah, and it's paying off. Yeah, I didn't love the giant bangle on her head, but other than I, that. I I like it. I think it's very <laughs> like reminiscent of those angelic, not angelic, like the like Mary Magdalene and Jesus portraits in the stained glass windows, where it has that thing behind them, like the circular oh, moment. Uh, is that what <laughs> no, no no there's another name for it when it's just like the disc but i'm forgetting my art history um but anyway yeah i i mean i i could have done without the completion of the of the halo like there if it just been like you know that like gold part at the front but i mean you know she wore it not me so. <laughs> <laughs> right she did uh what did you think of monique's look because we are confused are you torn <laughs> A little bit. Okay, so 
I love her face. Like, I just love her face. I really do. Like, I don't know what it is about her paint, but it just looks so snatched. Like, her face is always so pulled. And I love that. But I'm not sure what is going on. (laughs) I'm going to zoom in. What is going (laughs) on with these, like, it looks like paper. Yeah. Is it paper? I can't believe it. They're blinds. They're like... Why did she do this? They're like window blinds. Why would she do that? She was trying to pay... I'm I'm assuming she was trying to pay... Or she said she was paying homage to Dorothy Dandridge. And I just assumed that it was... Josephine Baker. Josephine Baker. I'm sorry. Josephine Baker. And I'm assuming that it's a nod to the banana skirt. But like... Okay. I (laughs) I see it. I mean... Bananas and spray painted them white. And done like Josephine Baker in heaven. She cut up. I love... I mean... Once again, the bustier moment is beautiful. Oh yeah. The, like I I feel like I would have liked it more if she replaced the blinds with like something else. <laughs> yeah. Took take Trinity's feathers and use that instead of <laughs> take the take the ostrich feathers and use that instead of the blinds. Girl, then I'm sold. Hold on, girl. You already walked the wrong way. Mooney, come here. Let's fix this. <laughs> um Yeah, I I mean I, I like the outfit. I, I didn't even mean I I did not even mind the blinds that much but they were they were a little weird um what bothered me the most was like the fabric part of the dress like it was in a weird place i didn't really get like what it was doing there you know it just looked like um i don't know like like the rest of her dress was like tucked up by accident like she'd go yeah. to the bathroom you know like she goes um, to the bathroom yeah you know how like these women they go to like the award shows or a fancy dinner and they like you know they're like um dresses get stuck in their panties yeah <laughs> um but i love the headpiece that was stunning i mean there's just something that's so special about monique's face that like i just love to look at her yeah it's a gorgeous face I sort of wish that the blinds had been a little bit longer and that they had kind of created the shape of the skirt and we just get rid of the skirt because I feel like you don't need it. I'm just annoyed that the fact that I could tell that it so like when I look at a fabric or look at something that is made from something else, I like to believe that it's not made from that. So the fact that I looked at it, I'm like, is that paper? Is that blinds? Like what? I didn't like that. Like if it looked like it, if maybe the whole dress was made of the blinds, I wouldn't have known it was blinds. Right. Yeah, like if it had just been cascading or like layers or something like that, but this looked a bit unfinished, I think. Yeah, if they had gotten laser cut, they probably would have given more of like a feather illusion, mm-hmm. which would have been really cool. Um, speaking of really cool, I want to give a standing ovation to Naomi Smalls, but I can't. One hundred percent. Oh, that was one hundred percent. Like, ugh, I just, I love her. I love Prince. Like, the look was so right. So good. Yeah, and it doesn't. I- I mean, not that it doesn't help, but like, I'm pretty sure that when Blackish did their Prince tribute episode, Junior dressed up in this exact same outfit. With the leotard? I think so. I, no, he had a yellow jacket. Never mind. Ugh, she just looks so good. And that's like something like Naomi always looks good. And you yes. can't, yeah, like, I, I'm not, I, I don't think I'm ever going to be let down by something that she does look wise because that's what she has branded herself upon like being the fashion girl and she's doing exactly that mm-hmm. what are your thoughts on her lips because we've heard a lot of people uh, complain about her lips no i need right. like i like love them i love them for her like she yeah like it, even i didn't realize that like out of drag her lips are also that big <laughs> But then I saw them, I'm like, they're beautiful. It's not like they're super crazy. Like, wh- whoever her doctor is did them right. Yeah. She's stunning. Yeah. And they look so good on her. Like, yes. 
Because, like, other girls want to overdraw their lips, me. And I'm still going to get a little, like, I'm getting a little pump here and there. But, like, she fully went for it. And I love that. Wait, let's talk about that. How does that feel? Oh, it's great. Like, I can't. Well, that's why, like, the girls either think I'm, like, really bitchy or, like, really nice. Because my face doesn't move a lot. (laughs) They're like, oh, she hates me. I'm like, no, I just can't, like, move my face. Like, it's fine. Um, (laughs) And it's really hard to smile. Um, I would love to get my lips done just a little bit because like oh exactly i just have lines um so my doctor here is really good and the way it works is you pay for the syringe and like i have big lips anyway um and what he'll do is he'll like use whatever you want use your desired amount and then he'll save the rest for your next time that you need to get your lips done wherever you put it yeah you don't have to pay the full price every time Yeah, oh I feel like Daniel's going to go get his lips like on his l- lunch break next My week. lips on installments. Come on down to Miami. I have a doctor. Oh, we'll get you set up. We're booking the flight after we're done with this. <laughs> Let's go. Right? Uh, anyway, sorry. Uh, that's just captivating. But yes, also looking at Naomi's curl. Like the curl, oh, the wig, yes. everything. Everything was r- just right. Everything was right. Yeah. Um. Let's move on to Valentina. Stunning. I mean, beautiful. Amazing. Okay, I love this Daddy. outfit, but for some reason, when I look at her chest, I immediately think, like, fancy wedding. Yes. Like, chairs the, at a fancy like, wedding, sorry. Everything works for it. Like, the hair, the mug, the whole dress with the feather, it all works. It's all beautiful. It's very pretty. I mean, the like, I kind of thought of her as, like, an angel that had been taken prisoner by yeah, is that Like, she was caught in a net like a fish. Yes, you know? I see that. Uh, with this and I, with this like rose gold because everybody's like, oh my god, it's gold, and it's like, no, no, it's not that basic. It's rose gold, no. and that chain was like hand rhinestone by the designer who made it, and I think it was Ugh. made by the designer who made her look last week. Um, I mean, she has been looking incredible. I wasn't really sold on last week's, but we're just gonna let that slide. <laughs> um, this is amazing, though. Yeah, it was a moment. It really was a moment. Um, what did you think of Manila's look? Because I hated it. I fucking hated it. Let me see. Like, I need to get into it again. Okay. Um, I'm not living. Okay. There are multiple things that I can't live for. So (laughs) as just a personal thing, I hate peep toe as a drag queen when your toes are not painted. And from what I could tell, they were not painted. Or what's even worse is when you have the panties on, the pantyhose on, and then you have a peep toe, so then you have a Barbie foot. So if you're listening and you have a drag queen that wants to do peep toe, paint your damn toenails and cut the, the toes out of your pantyhose. Right. So then your little toes are hanging out, but they're painted and your toes are shaven. Yeah. But back to Manila. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. No hairy toes. No hairy. I mean, because I have hairy toes, which is why I don't wear peep toe heels. Um, <laughs> okay. I, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not living for it. Like, <laughs> definitely not. I'm going to say again, from the waist up, I'm there. From the waist down, I'm not. This to me is either, so it looks like either an Aphrodite Halloween costume or like Madonna at the Super Bowl costume. But that's, yeah, by, and you saying costume opposed to like a look makes, it looks like a costume. Right. Mm-hmm. I hated those cherubs. I wanted to rip them off. I was like, no, yeah. what are you doing? <laughs> I wish they were stoned smaller maybe like this was just a weird outfit i thought oh yeah i'm not living Mm-mm. and it's just weird because you look at her against everybody else and even the one that i consider to be 
like one of the weaker looks like Monique's is still much better than Manila's. Oh yeah. Miles and miles ahead. It just looked weird. It looked like I don't know, like hodgepodge. It, it didn't really um It looks like she got it at Party City. Mm-hmm. Damn. And then stopped by the dollar store for those cherubs. Like facts. Yeah, the wig is good though. Whoever made the wig did a good job. See, I don't even like the wig. I feel like there's something odd about the front of it. Like I don't know. I just didn't. And then when the judges like praised it, I didn't get it. No. I mean, all the wigs also this season have been really good. <laughs> like the girls are really trying because they saw that one season that had HD and they were like, we need to get it together. <laughs> right. I mean, RuPaul, I don't I don't know what happened this week, though, but RuPaul did not have a cute wig on this week. That was... That you didn't like it? No. I could, like, I, I, I could like part those uh part those twigs to see it through to the other side. Oh my god. Like it looked it looked <laughs> weird. The dress was awful. I mean, like beyond awful, don't you think? Yeah. But I might be, you know. I mean her last week's look was also amazing though. Yeah. So like I mean, you know, Raven got tired. Not Raven. Um Del- Delta got tired oh. and so did Zaldi. But her face though. Her face is great. Her face, I feel like that was, I don't know if she was wearing face tapes, but it looked like she was wearing face tapes. I feel like she always does. Yeah. It looked like she was fully snatched into the the continent of Asia when <laughs> she came on that runway. And I can say that because I'm Asian. But I was like, uh, she literally, I am. I was like, she's literally so pulled, which is insane because like all the girls now are doing face tapes. But like, she looked snatched last uh-huh. week. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And the hair last week, I just oh, wish it was, the, it was that good Matthew wave pattern mm-hmm. that we've gotten yet we had gotten used to. <laughs> I don't know. That's how I remember RuPaul. Uh, the top two are Monet and Manila, and then everybody else is in the bottom. How do you feel about this decision, Toto? I mean. It's really fine because I don't think anyone really out like was outstanding that didn't deserve to be a bottom. So since they're all on the same, like if we talk about the report card, they're all pretty much scoring the same. Like someone who did well in the challenge may not have done well in the runway and vice versa. So just make them all on the bottom. <laughs> make them all up for grabs. That's not a bad okay. idea. I think it was rigged. Really? Oh, just to save Valentina? No, I, I think <laughs> like they put everybody in the bottom because RuPaul was planning on not sending anybody home to begin with because they were bringing the other four girls. Oh, well, the twist that, you know, that they were bringing everybody back. I I think it was all, like, set up, basically. Hmm. But I don't know. That's just me. I just, I take issue with Monique being the bottom at all because I feel like her performance was really strong and I don't think that her look was so bad. I mean, think about it. Like, Trinity was bad, but her look was good. So, like... I don't know. I guess you. I guess you're right that it's all like they're all their report cards are all equally bad. Yeah, um, but in, in different areas. Um, Valentina's delusional, and it's period. It's coming through. It's coming through. Come through. I just want her to go home. You and Monique alike. Like, <laughs> I see, yes. Monique was just like she wanted to. She wanted her to get chopped like a salad. Like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> just. All of the energy she was giving in the confessionals was like, I love it. I just like, I embrace it. I enjoy it. It's just, she's I a treasure. Monique Hart. I love she's, her. She's just like everything. Yeah. Like I want to like hang out with her and like, just to see if she's the same in real life. Like, I feel like we'd be friends. 
I feel like at DragCon in LA, I was in the green room when she was there and it was a good time. I don't remember what she talked about because like Asia showed up to the green room later and she told this whole story that I don't know if I can tell it on the podcast, but I'm, I'm not going to just in case. Um, but, um, she just was like, it was like she was holding court and like telling stories. And I really appreciate when people do that for some reason, if the stories are good, obviously, but like, um, I don't remember. I just remember Monique being like just as vibrant and, um, energetic as she comes across on the show. So that's always nice to, yeah. to know that they're the same on and off screen. Um, I love that. We're going to take another break, but when we come back, we're going to talk about this lip sync and we have a listener question. So stick around. We'll be right back. Today's episode is brought to you by Quip, an innovative oral care brand that makes it easier than ever to maintain a healthy brushing routine. The simple secret to great oral health is good technique, consistent brushing and regular upkeep. Do away with the myth that more power and features means a better clean by trying out their beautifully designed electric toothbrushes. They also take the guesswork out of replacing your toothbrush by delivering a new head and fresh batteries to you every three months. Shipping is free and you can cancel at any time. We use Quip and it's made us smile more because our teeth are actually clean. Quip is offering you, our listeners, $10 off your first refill by signing up at tryquip.com slash kiki. Again, that's tryquip.com slash kiki. Quip, oral care designed for a modern lifestyle. We're back and it's time to talk about this lip sync. Um, I had never heard this song before and I was really so... Whenever I hear, like, whenever I see the song that they pick for the lip sync, I'm always interested in what the, like, what the energy is from the song. And I feel like this was a perfect, like, this is the perfect song for a double win. Yeah, I agree. Oh, I do not. I hated this song. Really? I I mean, it was a cute song, but, like, it was, it was a bit awkward. It, it, it to me like it was a, it was a bit of an awkward song like you know for, like forget about the lip sync it was just it was a little weird um and i also feel like manila was very distracting to me in her like rachel dolezal look on the runway mm-hmm. <clears throat> i'm like what is she wearing? like literally what was that like she was wearing a button down tank top <laughs> right like a button a button down tank top and high water slacks beige slacks once again this was a halloween costume like i mean yeah it's like she was doing like female corporate bob ross i i, I like i just don't it was very distracting and then you have monet who is like the queen of the cat suit and like who cat suits were made for and again like just killing it you know and uh, anyway I don't know. I, I, again, I, it is, I, 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 I stand behind what I said. I think that they were like, um, that it was rigged. That it was rigged because they weren't going to send anybody home. So they're like, it doesn't really matter what happens. But again, that's just my, my opinion. My opinion. My <laughs> opinion. What did you think of the lip sync song, Toto? I think it was good. I hadn't heard the song actually before that either, which is odd because I grew up like listening to that music because my family did, but I had never heard that song before. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think it also if it was a planned double win, <laughs> that's fine. Yeah, like it makes sense. Like, there's not going to be one person that's going to outshine the other, in my opinion. 
I, on a number of times. I felt like the spoken word element at the very beginning of the song really lended itself to the queens that are lip syncing against each other, sort of working together to create this moment of like, oh, we're having a conversation and like, you know, we're having a good time. And then, ooh, let me hit this high note real quick. Like, you know, that that whole it just all worked for what ended up happening. And so I guess Daniel's theory of rigory is um is accurate. Hello, probably. goodbye. <laughs> I'm correct. I'm correct. I'm correct. Um. I really wanted to see what lipstick, even though I feel like I already know, I wanted to see these lipsticks. Yeah. And maybe we'll see them next Can week. we speculate as to who who's in whose titty? I mean, I feel like Valentina was in Monet's. I mean, I... What if, uh, mm, yeah, probably Valentina's. I feel like Valentina was probably in both. Yeah. Because the other three girls, they're too... You know, if we're going to get back to like being beloved i feel like the other three like they wouldn't have sent any of them home I yeah um but i don't know i mean what we had heard was that you know the rumor on the on the interwebs was that they you know it was a double win and that they both they, they both had valentina's lovesick and rupaul was like nope but i mean that's not what happened but that's what happened probably yeah yeah although who was it on on all stars three BB BB never showed her lipstick, mm. and it was a double win that week, wasn't it? Uh, no, it wasn't. No, that was the week that Dela went home. Oh, so she yeah. did the out of respect for Dela. I'm not going to show. Moment. Too bad. Yeah. BB's heart was so annoying on her season on, on All Stars. Anyway. Yep. Yep. <laughs> God Almighty. Um, I'm also very curious as to how long these All Stars rules are suspended. Like, hopefully, many- just now. Like, I need it to be over. <laughs> it's like we'll be back to that like next week um yeah so we go back into the workroom and we have this really cute moment with lady bunny where she scares everyone in the mirror um i want this every episode like so good i love lady bunny so much that like the fact that they were doing a challenge uh with her it just it meant so much to me and i know that like I feel like they've tried to get her to do stuff like this before, but her comedy is so like not safe for television. Yeah. (laughs) It's sort of, so this is probably the only way that they were going to be able to get her like, you know, in a PG setting for TV. (laughs) Um, And then we see all four of the eliminated Queens behind them. Um, I don't know. Okay, so they totally, it's not like they reinvented, reinvented the wheel, but they've had like hints in the past toward the Queen's returning. And we didn't get that this season. And I'm wondering why that is. Well, because maybe they think we already know. That's true. <laughs> like, we know it's coming. So why even bother? Yeah, right. Also, why was Farrah the only one wearing red? Like, probably because that was a look that she wasn't able to wear and she needed to wear it. True. She's like, I need to wear this because it's going to be on TV because I didn't get my shot at wearing it on the runway. She was giving me very um, Blythe Danner. Not Blythe Danner, Jesus Christ. Um, wow. What's her name? Oh, my God. At the end of Tu Wong Fu um, from Greece. Oh, um, wow. This is terrible. Oh, damn it. Rizzo. Rizzo. Yeah. Her. Stalker Love Channing. That. Stalker Channing. Thank you. That's what she was giving me. You know, like when she tears off, like um, flips the veil up. Uh- yeah, that part. That's what I thought of immediately. But obviously, I can't remember his names. Red and Wild. Uh-huh. That's your theme. Um, 
do you think that the other girls were wearing, or no, do you think all the girls were wearing their funeral looks that they had made? Um, I don't think so. Hmm. Um, well, that's the end of that episode, but we do have a listener question about Manila's look. Um, so, uh, Mitch, wait, Mitchie Gam- Gamer? Gamber? Uh-huh. Yeah, Ooh, on Instagram. On Instagram. <laughs> it's Michigan, like instead of Michigan, Michigamber. Michigamber. Oh, Michigamber. Yeah. Okay. Like, like Amber. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Um, she wants us to talk about uh, Manila not being able to wear her original idea for the Curves and, Squ- and Swerves runway. Um, and she says, it makes me so frustrated with Rue in production to see them not allow that look because uh, it was so fierce and oh so Manila. So glad she posted it on her Insta. Toto, what did you think of this, um, the the period dress that she posted? I on think Instagram? it's sickening. I think it's literally so sickening. I think it's, it's a two-sided thing. Okay. So imagine she did wear that and then you'd have people be really mad. Right. Which, okay. But it's also the way that Manila delivered it. The message, she was like, she could have said, this was my other option. Mm-hmm. Opposed to being like, this is my other option, but production told me not to wear it. Right. Opposed, you know what I mean? So I feel like if she wore the dress, there would have been backlash. And then now there's backlash because she didn't wear the dress. And then also said the production shouldn't have made it, should, like, whatever. Um, personally, it's a TV show. Like, this isn't real life. It's not. And if production and Rue are trying to, like, keep their face and save for ratings and, like, whatever. Maybe it's, like, a VH1 thing. We don't know. Right. It, it makes sense from that aspect. Because, like, who says VH1's trying to get wrapped up in whatever drama that could have? Um, right. But from an artistic standpoint, and it is a Swerves and Curves challenge, I, I, I loved it. I think it makes sense. Um, but you can't be mad at production or maybe even, like, rue or vh1 because we don't know who's really at fault here because it could be some rule we don't know about but right the dress is sickening (laughs) i so my initial reaction when i saw a picture of the dress was oh okay i get the message you're trying to deliver but i'm not really getting that from looking at it to me it looked a little jokey and i don't think like I, I don't think that the message Manila was trying to deliver with her dress would have come across had she actually worn it on the show. And then I found out that production said, you can wear that dress, but we're going to censor the dress. Oh, is that what happened? Yeah. No Which, what, Like, what part would they censor? The whole thing from the neck down? They said that they would, I mean, I'm assuming they would basically, yeah, the whole, the essentially the whole dress. And... That bothers me because then you were like then in in that case Manila is working to get across this this thing like normalizing uh, menstruation, which I love. Yeah. Normalize menstruation, one hundred percent. Right. I don't. I don't know. I feel like people need to think of it as yes, this has to do with like how would you feel if there are some people, of course, that would have been like, oh my god, that's amazing. She's like making a point. She's making a statement. But then you have so many other people who would have felt the exact opposite. Well, yeah, and I think like with this dress, it it could have gone, you know, it could have gone. Um, I, I think it, it. Let me organize my thoughts. I think <laughs> this dress could have been polarizing in a negative way had she actually worn it on the runway, because she would not have been given the platform to explain it the way that she did when she posted it on Instagram. Correct. And I mean, it's it's a very clever dress. I like 
you know, the fact that um, her signature black streak was red in the wig. Um, Love that. And, you know, being padded for the gods, like she's wearing a giant maxi pad. So it's like, it's it's amazing and it's beautifully made. Um, I almost think it was better that they didn't let her wear it because then she got to present it on her own terms. And I don't, you know the censoring thing which i didn't know about until right now or you know her being told not to wear it i feel like uh, again sometimes artistic expression whether you know whether it be received uh, in a, in a good way or not is is not necessarily meant for reality tv mm. because which i understand yeah um and and i mean that in a way that like save your artistic shit for like you know, when you can do it on your own terms, because then you're in control. Not like don't do it, but in this case, I think it was very smart of her to not to, to basically say, you know what, if they're going to censor it, I'm not going to wear it. Right. Because then Correct. everything that she wanted to do with it gets lost. And and that shouldn't happen, you know? Um, but again, I mean, being upset at production or RuPaul is kind of pointless because they also have people to answer to. Right. I think so. Correct. That's just what I think about that. Also, that was one hell of a backup. Just saying, oh yeah, right, yeah. Which I think it's brilliant to have a backup for your original plan, just in case something like that does happen. Because she knew going into it, it was risky. Right. She had to. Yeah, and also this the show is famous for girls showing up with a look, and then production being like, "Yeah, that doesn't really fit the color scheme," or like they just give them some bullshit as to why they can't wear it, and then they just can't. They, like they don't wear it. Or right. They give them one prompt, and then, you know, when they air the show, it's a totally different like, oh, thing. Like, when, when Monet wore her red, ca- her red cat suit on <laughs> season 10, the prompt was signature drag, not very best drag, which is which, what they aired. Because signature drag, that is her signature, yeah. but not best. It's not her best. I see. I Most see. definitely not her best, but, you know. But- <laughs> they do they do also i mean i think we're getting and and this is the thing about monet because i love her so much and i think that the show like has has pushed her to to levels that i think are great but at the same time i feel like she's just been judged in such a strange way since her season because M- M- monet is great on tv but there is nothing compared to meeting and interacting with monet in person yeah like it is it, you, you can't feel that through the television so i don't know that's my monet psa <laughs> well there you go and that, right there it is <laughs> Um, well that brings us to the end of our episode thank you so much for doing this with us Toto of course thanks for inviting me of course it's Um, so good and one thing we didn't talk about at the very beginning is so you have your very own podcast yes so my (laughs) please tell tell the world well it's called Miss Toto's podcast that doesn't have a name yet and it won't ever have a name because I don't want it to (laughs) Um, and there are I tried I used to try to do an episode every two weeks but ended up not doing that because I got busy. So I put out episodes whenever I can. Um, and I usually put on like my family or people in the community and I try to get hot topic issues. Like we talked about the election when that was a thing. I have my mom on there, my dad talking about like LGBT kids and how to act as a parent, if you're a parent listening for that or how to act as a kid. And like, if you are trapped in different situations, it's whatever. I try to make it very candid and fun and enjoyable. So that's my podcast. So you should tune in. It's available on Spotify, um, Google Play, podcasts, and not SoundCloud because I'm not that girl yet. 
<laughs> wherever fine podcasts are sold. Yeah. And I yeah. must say, this most recent episode with your dad was very, it was such an interesting conversation. And Ugh, I was and I feel like one that needs him. to be heard by everyone. Yeah, my dad's super cool. It's 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 so weird because as far as drag, he was the, the of my two parents. He was like the first one to be like, oh, cool. Have fun. Like, what are you wearing? Like super receptive and loved it all. When my mom was the one that was like, are, are you wasting your time? You have a master's degree. Blah, blah, blah. Like, so it's not often that the father is the really supportive one when it comes to stuff like this. So it's nice to hear his perspective, especially on when it comes to politics and that stuff yes i love i love when he was like uh, he said something about you spending money on makeup and i'm like oh dad like i know you know it's like he (laughs) like it was just very cute i love um (laughs) well he totally he understood he came out with me every day of my birthday week i know like was out later than i was oh my god (laughs) yeah insane daddy toto is a party animal your dad has more energy than we do my dad has more energy than all of us put together (laughs) it's insane Good for him. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, why don't you tell our listeners where they can follow you on social media oh, yes. and where they can find you in person? So you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube at the Miss Toto, T-H-E-M-I-S-S-T-O-T-O. And I'm normally in Miami. Um, I have my own shows like Celebrity Deathmatch and Miss Toto's Miscellaneous Show once a month. So those are on my website schedule. Um, and I also do bingo at Gramps every single Wednesday, but also I'm traveling a lot this year, so I could be in a city near you. <laughs> I'm going to, where am I going? Oh my God. Um, I'm going to LA this week, then Chicago, Rochester at some point. I'm going to Boston in May. I'm going to some colleges, like I'm, cause I'm educated and I'm going to talk to some psychology classes. No, I literally don't know. Someone hit me up and they were like, do you want to talk to my psychology class about personalities? I was like, yeah, since I have 15, that sounds like a great idea. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, like, and I always tell people like, if y'all want to see me, just tell your clubs or your local like promoters or whatever that you want to see me and we'll make a deal, you know, like I'll come, I'll go wherever you want. Kentucky sounds good. Tennessee, don't know where it is, but let's go. Like (laughs) I'm down. Bring bring your own canoe, but I'll bring. Oh my God. (laughs) Don't even tempt me because now I'm like looking how much to ship canoe or take it on Amazon Prime. You should put it in your rider. I must have a canoe. (laughs) That's really the only thing in my rider. Like one bottle of water, room temperature, and a canoe. (laughs) Any canoe will do. Yes. As long as it fits three people. (laughs) And if you're talking about Miss Toto on social media, make sure to use the hashtag I'm in love with Miss Toto. I love it. Yes. Which goes with the song, I'm in love with Mithoto, because the song, I'm in love with the Coco. Get it? Yeah. Uh-huh. So now you're never going to not be able to hear it when you read the hashtag. Exactly. <laughs> um, well, we are Grizzly Kiki on everything. That means Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So follow us there. And if you're talking about us, use the hashtag Grizzly Kiki. And you can send your questions to grizzlykiki at gmail.com. And maybe we'll read them on the air. And don't forget to subscribe on iTunes and Spotify. So until next time. Bye. 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 B